Hey guys, welcome back to another third period podcast. It's Tuesday night. Ravens just beat the Dallas Cowboys 34-17 in a, um, what I would say, impressive showing from the offense and maybe not so much from the defense. Um, obviously, putting up 34 points is great and all, but, you know, against a pretty bad defense, you know, what can you say? Um, but, I mean, there's a lot of positives we can take away from this game that has been a very negative past month of November going to December. Charlie, what was the X factor you would say in this game? I think it has to be the running backs and, and just the running game in general. Uh, Dobbins, um, Edwards, and Lamar. They were all great. And Mark Ingram kind of did things. Like, for the, like I don't want him to get carries anymore, but he kind of did something. He, he was probably the best game of the season, which is kind of sad. Um, but running game was amazing. I mean, they, they have a terrible run defense, but we did, did what we should have done. Um, I like the offense. Um, again, like we're playing against a terrible defense. We did what we were supposed to do. Uh, Lamar, yeah, he looked a little bit rusty, missed a couple passes, but you know he played great and um, he had a beautiful throw to Hollywood that touchdown. Uh, so overall, I thought it was awesome uh, on offensively. Um, Hollywood had a, another pr- pretty not. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it, but like he had a pretty decent game, I guess. Uh, he made a couple of good catches. Yeah, so he had five catches for 39 yards. Yeah. For those yards. Which, which is fine. Like, yeah. that, that's fine. That That's absolutely – he had a great play for that touchdown, and Lamar dropped a perfect pass right in the breadbasket. So, I mean, what, what more can you ask, I guess, uh, for offensively? Yeah, yeah and I, I think that that really attributed to something I hadn't really seen at Hollywood. He improvised on a route, something I hadn't seen from Ravens wide receiver – in a long time, honestly, he improvised. It was kind of a play was broken. So he just went up field, which is, you know, what you love to see from a guy who has been struggling pretty, you know, mightily recently with Lamar playing. Um, but yeah, I mean, the run game was awesome. Gus Edwards averaging 14.4 yards per carry seven for one. Oh, one. It's, it's not it's something to see like he ran for 20 yards every time he touched the ball. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He, had a, he had a long of 36, and, like, he may have had two two-yard runs in, in seven carries. So, like, it, it, it seems like he was running the ball, so like, a long way. J.K. Dobbins, obviously, he's my favorite running back on the team. I think he just manages to stay up. I don't yeah, know his, balance, his balance is amazing. Yep. yep. He, he played a great game. Yeah. Uh, he just breaks tackles. Like, he makes – him and Gus, they both make take one yard runs and turn them into four yard runs, which is very valuable and, and something that can change uh, drive. Because when uh, a second and six and a second and nine are extremely different, and they lim- if we're at a second and nine, it limits the um, kind of things we can do and how confident we can be. And obviously, missing Mark Andrews still to the COVID list a big hit to the offense and Des Bryant before the game, you know, watching his Twitter um, during the game was kind of a uh, real roller coaster. Um, I, I, I'm not going to read the tweets, but he announced that he had gotten COVID, which I don't really know how that's possible. Um, you know, it maybe hopefully it was a negative test. Um, a false but, positive. Yeah. False positive. Yeah. That's, well, that's what I meant. Um, but you know, the good thing is everybody on the offense has already tested positive. So they're not getting it again right now. Um, so that's, that, that's good. Then we're getting Mark Andrews back next week. Hopefully Des will be back, um, the week after. Cause he did say he was overreacting. 
Um, and you know, it, it was, there, there were some mispasses I'll agree, but you know, expected rust and, you know, eventually we learned after the first drive where we passed the ball four times that, you know, that's just not smart. Like why do that when you can literally, but there's, there's no point at all. There's yeah. no point at all. And I, I, I thought that Jalen Smith and Leighton Vander Esch were good. Are, are they bad? Cause Leighton Vander Esch completely blew a couple plays. Um, that I, I, I wasn't really expecting because I thought maybe this is just based on my Madden knowledge, but I thought he was very good. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. He's he's more of a run stuffer, and there were a couple plays that you can always blame somebody, but you don't really know as a viewer of the game kind of whether it was his fault or not in situations. Like on the Boykin touchdown, that wasn't him. That was a miscommunication um, between the cornerbacks, whether they were in like zone or man. Um, and he's kind of just in that he's, he was either spying or he was um, in like a, a, a close zone and it was just over top of him and there's nothing you can do at that point. But I, I do want to move to the defensive side of the ball because, you know, it was, it was not, it was not great. Um, the quarterbacks, all of them weren't good. And you know what? That's just the curse of when we have bonds and Averett back in the same yeah. week. It's where, where was double trouble. Where was Jimmy Smith? Was he he, I, don't, I don't think he was active this week. That Yeah, I mean, I think that definitely hurt. Um, but really, Marlon especially did not look himself. I don't know why that was. But he was going when – I, when I was watching him, he's usually a press guy. He usually just presses whoever he's playing. It didn't look like he was pressing tonight. I don't know why. And, you know, he was beat, being beaten on the same routes that Marcus Peters gets beaten on the, the 10-yard – Comebacks. Uh, 10 yard comebacks and you know it's, it's tough to guard that when you're 10 yards off the line uh to start when for any corner so i, I don't really um understand that i'm, I'm hoping marlon can recover because he's been awesome this season um but you know i i i definitely um the secondary was a bit suspect today yeah it was unfortunate and the pass rush again just let us down horrible uh, awful yeah, it was bad. It was it was really bad all game. We were hoping that when we get our, you know, Calais back, that it would bring something up. But like it was, it was. He didn't look. He didn't look good rushing the. Seemed pass. like he was a little bit slow, and it was. I think maybe the ankles just not fully back yet. Um, and that's okay. Like he he's he's he was still great against the pass against the run, um, along with Derek Wolf, who's who's been awesome all season, and he led the team in tackles with nine. Um, but the best player on defense this week was LJ Fortin. It's not even close. Yep. Uh, he had that great diving back down uh, on the wheel to Zeke. Um, he had a couple really good tackles, and he had an interception um, that that they that we just didn't. We just decided, hey, we're not we're not going to challenge it, right? Yeah. The problem with that was, uh, I mean, yeah, uh, I think definitely you should be able to get that. But not even Fox was able to. Ha- I couldn't see yeah. it in time. However. We didn't. We didn't know. Like, how are they? Supposed I, to- I I watched it happen. I watched his knee hit right when he caught it, and I saw it. So I'm assuming they saw it. I'm assuming they thought it was an interception, yeah. and I'm assuming that they should. They definitely had people up there who can watch it like yeah. at three times speed compared to um what Fox is doing. And also, we could have just called a timeout and looked at it. And if if we don't think it is, then you don't you don't challenge it. And what's what's the harm in doing that? Yeah. There's three minutes left, and you know, and I, I mean, obviously there's three minutes left, so why does it matter? But it, I mean, it does matter. It you take you mean you know, it's an interception. It's 
important, and they ended up scoring, of course. And the Cowboys, I mean, they didn't have too much trouble um, going up and down the field. I mean, they pretty much got on our side of the field on every possession. I don't remember recall three and out. Uh, Greg Zerline missing three field goals was helpful, to say the least. Would have been a much closer game. Um, because, you know, I, I think the we won by 17, but, like, I'd say it was a little bit closer. I mean, I'd say it was like a 10 point win. Well, yeah, yeah, I, I, I'd agree. Um, but yeah, obviously Greg's airline missing um, those kicks and, you know, you just can't, it, the secondary has got to be better, especially next week to a Browns fight, like just, just firing down the field. Baker Mayfield has been great recently. Um, in the last well, point, you know, you know what that means, you know yeah, what that means. It, it, yeah. But last point I wanted to make, Special teams this game was not great. Uh, that was yeah. The, it was, there there was one there was one really bad um, Tony Pollard kick return that he returned like to the thirty. And, and then just a lot of penalties on special teams and a lot of missing kicks that we shouldn't miss. Um, yeah, the, the thirty six yarder was surprising. Completely jinxed by Joe Buck. Yeah. I mean, oh, he was like, "There's no way he's gonna miss this," <laughs> and then he just missed it. I mean, he almost missed the extra point before, which led me to believe that he was gonna miss. Yeah, I that I was really I was really confused because he usually puts it like perfectly down the middle, right down the middle. Um, but yeah. I, one thing that I wanted to quickly talk about in the defense, um, the run defense wasn't actually good in the first half. They were running all over us with a poor offensive line, um, and we we kind of patched that up a little bit in the second half. Um, we kind of were stopping them. Um, so, and they also had to stop running the ball cause they were behind. Uh, and that's when they, they, it almost reminded me of kind of the Steelers when they're just dinking and dunking and it's like, yeah. um, yeah. we have no answer for it. So that's something we that don't we have just, coverage linebackers. That's the, we problem. don't, we will. I mean, queen can, but, well, uh, let him develop a little bit, you know? Yeah. He's, he's, he started in college for half of the season and now he's the starting Mike linebacker for the, the Ravens. So, I mean, let's give him some time. Yeah. He's, he does seem lost out there every once in a while, but he's so talented and athletic that he'll, he's going to get there. He's going to be really good in this league. And, you know, it, it was a good win, but I mean, it's a three and nine team now. So you got to kind of look ahead after this win. You can't, you can't relish in this win. In oh, season. absolutely not. You have to think as if you should have yeah. beaten them by like 30 points, right? Yeah. So you, you go, you go to Cleveland. I mean, they're nine and three. It's just like it. I, in, in my opinion, like it is just like the Steelers. Their record is so weird. Um, although, although they may have a lot more, you know, backup to show for it. But let's not forget that the Ravens may, may be a different team. But the Ravens did beat the Browns in Week One, thirty-eight to six. Wallop them. Yeah, and. And honestly, like, as we're getting more healthy, like, what is the big difference? We don't have Boyle. We don't have uh, Ronnie. But is that, like – I mean, I know I know Ronnie's huge and Boyle's huge. But I, I honestly think that we should win this game. I mean – We should. We absolutely should win this game. Seven and five, and they're nine and three. And they're still – I think ESPN likes to give their, like, uh, matchup predictor percentage. And we still have a 65% chance to win this game. Um. So, I mean, I don't, I don't think we, um, I, I don't think we'll drop it. I honestly don't because one, I think our secondary is going to rebound. I, I, God, I hope so. Marlon Humphrey has done a good job on d- d- dear Lord, put Marlon Humphrey on Jarvis Landry because Jarvis Landry has been playing really well. 
and I don't like the fact, uh, I mean, I, I'm not a huge fan of the Marcus Peters on Jarvis Landry idea. Um, throw him on like a Rashad Higgins and, you know, do that. And, and use Jimmy Smith because hopefully he'll be back because, um, mm-hmm. you know, it, the whole Terrell Bonds, Anthony Averett vibe was not really sitting well with me tonight. And I'm, I'm hoping that the defense can really, we, we really need Calais and Brandon Williams to stay healthy because this is a big week uh, to stop the run, which we did in week one. Yeah. Uh, one guy quickly I wanted to mention, I think I, I forgot to mention him last, in last week's podcast, but Devontae Harris, the cornerback we signed um, from the Broncos, you know, we get, we get these, this PTSD from the dreads just yeah. bouncing around. But I think he's at, he's actually played pretty well. Yeah. I, I think he's been – I think he might end up kind of sealing himself in that fourth cornerback role because, you know, we got our, our, our obvious three and then it's a lot of just weird, not great stuff. Um, and I thought he's – I thought I think he's played pretty well. Um, so I, I really like to see that, somebody who kind of reviving his career almost. Yeah, I mean, the, the Ravens – and also a guy like uh, – Tremont Williams who played last week who actually wasn't um was not bad um but I mean I think still looking forward to this Browns game on the offensive side of the ball I mean we we didn't like we scored 38 against them week one but I still remember feeling feeling a little bit dissatisfied with their offense maybe that was just me being like like wanting last year's offense but I I think um the Browns defense is like, are they good? I mean, they fun, fun fact about the Browns this year, and and this kind of ties into their defense. Uh, they have scored this year three hundred and six points. The, keep in mind they're nine seven. They right. have let up three hundred and twenty one points. So they <laughs> they've let up more points than they have scored, and they are nine and three. That I'm just looking at this, and I am just, I am so surprised at that. That I don't think that that has to be like a record. Uh, it, it is crazy, but if you look at their losses, they lost. To oh, the, they're they're whoopings. They lost the, to the Ravens, thirty-eight to six. The Steelers, thirty-eight to seven, and the Raiders, which is weird, sixteen to six. But when you look at the who the Browns have played, who they've beaten. I mean, the Titans is a good win. I mean, mm-hmm. it is, and yeah. and they just played great in the first half and then you saw like classic Browns yep. in the second half. Yeah. And then I'd say just be the Ravens and, you know, just, just please Lord have mercy. Don't mm-hmm. let Baker Mayfield get hot in the first half because, you know, I, I, I just, I don't see us being able to come down, um, come back from a lead. And, and since every team possible that could have won this week, won in the AFC uh, wildcard battle, this is a must win for, our, for us. We may have to win out. We don't know this at the, at the time being. Likely. No. I, I, yeah, I'd say it's, it's, I'd say it's, I wouldn't say it's likely, but I'd say it's. I think they gave us like a 40% chance of making the playoffs if we go 10 sticks. Okay. Okay. Well, I'd say it's possible um, just, just because I, I don't think that, you know, it's a new 17 playoff. You got the Dolphins with a, really tough schedule to finish it out i mean really tough they got to play the chiefs the bills the colts and the pats i think i'm i'm not positive on that and then yep. um other other teams the browns are in it and honestly we could easily catch the browns if we beat them this week because they got the steelers on their schedule um then there's uh then there's 
the Colts and the Titans weird mashup. Hopefully the Colts can lose a couple so we don't have to have a and, and break. Did you mention the Dolphins? I did. I did. Okay, yeah, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. The Browns also have, I don't know if you mentioned them either, but the Browns also have a pretty hard schedule coming up too. Yeah. And, and the Ravens have gotten, now the Ravens have a weird game with the Giants that. That, yeah. that is a trap game because they are playing well and they're coached well and their defense is good. Mm-hmm. So that, 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 that game worries me the most out of all the games we have left. And then you also have uh, the Raiders and the Pats are the two other teams. And with the ball that the Raiders are playing right now, I wouldn't be too worried. I could end up regretting saying that, but they, they got have a hard schedule too. Yeah. They, they have a very Oh, well they, they, yeah, they got to play the Dolphins. So um, they, they got to play the Colts, Chargers, Dolphins. I mean, and then the Broncos away, and they're, they're just kind of like, we know them. They're going to choke to the Broncos, Drew Locke at home, because Drew Locke is great in the last four games of the season. Um, and then the Pats are the other team. They're playing, they're playing good ball. They're kind of the opposite. They're getting hot at the right time. I don't know if that will carry over necessarily into, you know, they got a tough game against the Rams coming up. That's, that's a big one. I really hope the Rams win that one. I really do too. I mean, it would just be so great. The NFC has been so bad this year, which is decently uncharacteristic of late. Um, but, you know, the Pats do have the tiebreak over us, which is the worry. Um, but, I mean, they have such a tough schedule. They got to go. Um, they got to go Rams, Dolphins, Bills. So I'm praying to any God out there that they lose to the Rams because I don't want to, you know, get a Dolphins matchup that, you know, it's it's a it's a lose-lose and a win-win at the same time. I don't like those. Yeah. yeah. Uh, should we score predictions? Oh, yeah, sure. What's yours? Um, I am going to go. Twenty to twenty-eight. The Ravens win. Yes, Ravens win. Okay, um, I like that. I think the Ravens also win, but I'm I'm thinking more of a tune of twenty-one to thirty-one. So pretty pretty close um, to yours. I, I don't think it's going to be like, uh, I mean, I, I could, I've been wrong many times about this team. I really don't know what to, we're going to expect. Although, you know, Lamar being back is awesome and all, and hopefully they can get poshed up and it's on a Monday night. Am I correct about that? I think it is. That's I so can, I can We're getting a Wednesday night. We're getting a Tuesday night. And now we're getting a Monday night and God knows we'll probably be playing on next Sunday night. Yep. Monday night. Christmas time. So it's probably going to be a Saturday. I mean, I don't, we do not play on Saturday. Okay. Well, I mean, play yeah. the Jags. The Jags the next week. Yeah. And then we play the Giants the and the Bengals. Giants and then the Bengals. Two teams that scare me a little bit. The, the, the Bengals don't scare me without Burrow. Yeah. The, I mean, we, we dominated the Bengals with Burrow. So the Bengals with Burrow don't really scare me at all either. Um, at least this year um but you know we got you know it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting down the line i had a really bad sunday just watching all the teams win that i didn't want to win especially the raiders because the jets and greg williams are idiots and greg williams got fired deservedly he's just a bad guy we could have never hired him um but you know hopefully it's better sunday next sunday we need teams to lose now 
we desperately need teams to lose. Not desperately, but you know, it would be nice. It would be nice to take some of the pressure off. I would like to be to know that ten and six is decently like it, it shouldn't have to come to that though. It, it shouldn't. It shouldn't. But in a seventeen playoff in a seventeen playoff, you honestly should make the playoffs at ten and six. I don't true, know. but this year is is definitely different. In, in the NFC, there could be like a seven to nine team at the seven seed. So and that's usually what the AFC is. Yeah, you yeah. usually see so the nine seven Titans that end up being yeah. the best team of the decade. Um, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I think that about wraps it up for us. Um, we will see you next week. God hopes we're happy and we're doing it, you know, doing it. At, I don't even know. We're doing this after the game and we won. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it's a trend. All right. Thank you guys for listening.